You're listening to the voice of dog. Today's story is Unconditional Love by Vixie Fox. Vixie was born into her character when she discovered the internet way back when. She's a self-taught writer, but a natural-born storyteller. If you like her stories, her website is vixiefox.com. That's Vixie with two Y's, so vixiefox.com, where the reading is free. Today's story will be read for you by Carizo, your coyote on the court. Please enjoy Unconditional Love by Vixie Fox. I may be old. I may be most used up. I may be scraggly. I might even have fleas. But you rescued me. And I love you for that. Now then, shan't bother you with my tale of woe. The old boy rested his head upon paws that looked to be a bit ward and fur bare, where they'd been chewed on over the years. Neither will I tell you about my birthday, which was difficult to say the least. When I looked up at me. If you stop to consider how many of us are stuffed into a mama's big belly, you can agree, I'm quite sure. The accommodations are a bit tight. <laughs> I adopted Cory from the local dog pound. He was to be put down the next day, as he was old and had used up a small amount of a lot of time for those waiting to be reclaimed by an errant owner. I never knew errant meant asshole. <laughs> I looked down at the dog from my typewriter and raised an eyebrow. It's a bad word, I know, but it's a word. Everyone's got theirs, including dogs. Just seems that some people's is bigger than most. When you look at them, that's all you can see. Can't even remember why I was down there. I, too, am older now. Almost as old as me. <laughs> and truly remembering what I had for breakfast is a chore, but I do remember our meeting. He was behind the bars, you see. I was standing there in front of the bars, chatting with the young fellow who worked there. I could never do his job. That was when he nodded to Corey and mentioned he was next. And you said no. Just that. No. I watched you reach into your pocket and take out your wallet. I have no real knowledge of money, but I watched you take everything that was in that leather folder and pass it over to the boy guard. He, in turn, opened the cage door, and I was let into your care. He was given over to me with a simple rope of clothesline around his neck. He followed my lead passively without any fight. Looking at him, many thoughts crossed my mind. I must be crazy. Why did I just do that? Like minimum rations for the rest of the week. I need to buy some dog food. Wait, nothing says he can't eat people food, right? Looking down at my new companion, I actually asked him if he liked eggs. He blinked, and I took that as a yes. His tail moved slightly from side to side, so I guessed he was happy, but more than a bit nervous. It was our first date, of course I was nervous. If I didn't please you, I'd be right back at the death place, wouldn't I? I just now looked down at him, and had raised his head ever so slightly. His face had that smile on it again, and his tail was wagging ever so slightly. I'd tell him he's a good boy, and toss him a small cookie kept on a plate just for him. It's been six months now, and they've been a good six months. He's a little too big to be sitting on my lap, though I encourage it every now and then. 
I learned to keep a hassock next to my chair for him and again on the porch next to my rocker. When we have coffee in the morning and watch the day wake itself. I let him sleep on the bed too. I feel much less lonely now. As opposed to before. And then the day came when he didn't answer my call. I sat next to him on the floor for a good hour, just, just cried my eyes out. A few times I thought I heard his tail thumbing on the floor, as it always had, but I even checked to make sure it was not moving. I found a nice resting place for him in the yard. It was a place I could watch from my morning coffee spot on the porch. I have heard the stories about the Rainbow Bridge. I I think someone had a very good imagination in that, but it makes me feel better, so I like the notion. Then one day I got a feeling while drinking my coffee. I remember the sun glinting off of the small cross I'd placed at his head. Now, just so you know, there's, there's not much thought to my actions after getting this feeling. In fact, I, I don't even remember driving over to the place, but I found myself back at that dog pound again talking with the young man running the place. I told him of Corey, then asked if there were any hard cases in his facility. He said there were two, a bloodhound found in the woods that was in pretty rough shape, and a chihuahua discovered within an elderly lady's house when she was found expired by a neighbor checking on her. I made to empty my wallet again, but he placed a hand on mine and shook his head. That was enough. And he then helped me get them into my car. Both of them are female, so they get along quite well. I named the bloodhound Mandy, the Chihuahua Rowena. Though I just call her Ro. Sitting here typing, I look over the edge of the table at the floor and find they are cuddled together right where Cora used to lay. The mind does play tricks sometimes. And I know I was seeing him, squinting my eyes and looking through the tears, I could still see him lying there, too. It's not such a lonely world if you have a dog. It's also up to us to give them a home and the love they so deserve. God knows they give back more love than I know what to do with. I think he's finished, Ro. I think so, too, Mandy. Should we do the outside dance for him? Good idea. I go and say goodnight to Cora for the both of us, and you can see if that rat under the woodpile's still there, eh? <laughs> he ain't. Oh? I got him yesterday and left him in the backfield for the crows. See that? Of course he didn't, because you're only reading. I almost forgot the final part of the article. That comes from being old, I suppose. I wanted to add that old dogs are very good company. They're always housebroken, usually. Whatever love you can show them will be returned one hundredfold. Mandy and Ro both share my bed at night. In fact, we pretty much do everything together. They even have their own coffee cups. I use extra half and half in theirs. Think about that. And when you're ready, go and visit a shelter. Be a lover of dogs. Heck, just... Let loose the reins of your heart and watch how it dances and plays with your new friend. You won't be disappointed.
Writer's note. Alma, a husky, was abandoned and then struck by a car, leaving her with a broken leg and, I think, a dislocated pelvis. She was turned into a shelter and scheduled to be put down because of her condition. She was rescued by a husky rescue group, who actually flew up and brought her back, arriving a mere hour ahead of her termination. I found her in a newspaper article and said to Gloria, I found her next dog. After going through all the hoops and paperwork, we were turned down because they felt we were too old. I always laugh at that. To ensure the dog had adequate exercise. And our dog run only has a five-foot fence, six-foot required. She was then adopted by the girl tending to her surgical recovery, so we felt good about that. We, in turn, found Kona and Maui at our local humane society, brother and sister huskies. And the shelter folks were delighted we inquired, as the pair had never been apart and so needed to be adopted together. Best damn dogs ever. This was Unconditional Love by Vixie Fox. Read for you by Carrizo, your coyote in the court. You can find more stories on the web at thevoice.dog or find the show wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Dog.